morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, where things stand on government funding. Number two, no James Biden smoking gun. And number three, the IRS goes after corporate jets. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are all about what is happening on the government funding fight. Unsurprisingly, House Republicans are on a different page uh, than their counterparts in the Senate uh, and the White House in terms of high-profile policy riders. And Republicans are demanding them that they be part of the fiscal year 2024 spending bills. Of course, Democrats not on that same page. Yeah, and I am... um, uh these conversations um, are conversations to be having not on February 22nd or February 21st, but um, on, you know, like a week ago. Um, every day now is of the essence as we approach the one week out mark for government funding. Every day is of the essence and every every moment is of the essence. Um, here's, here's the general situation. And you know, let's start with this. Republicans in the House passed a whole host of policy uh, riders in their government funding bills in the fil- in the bills that they passed. Didn't even pass all their government funding bills. And um, they, you know, the leadership in the House Republican conference, I was talking to someone yesterday about this, since 2010, has basically done their membership a disservice in the sense that they... Um, they lead them to believe they are going to get victories and they're going to fight for victories that they're not going to fight for and they're not going to win. Um, there's just a whole like dozens and dozens of policy riders that are that would never fly in any Washington configuration that includes Democrats in power. That and now we have the Senate Democrats in power and uh, in control of that chamber and Joe Biden in the White House. And in addition, let's not forget. Demo- Senate uh, House Democrats are going to provide the bulk or a bulk of the votes for any government funding bill. So why would they ever even consider any of these government funding, uh, any of these policy riders? I mean, the House Democrats view, and I, I, I am, I'm with them on this in the sense that it makes sense, is cool. You want to pass policy riders, then you could pass the bill. <laughs> That's their view. So um, the the aides to the Appropriations Committee and the leadership have been meeting as many as much um, uh, as as many times as twice a day. They're having calls. They are all over the map here uh, in trying to get a um, trying to get a deal. And usually these these riders are handled at the Appropriations Committee level. Here they're being handled at the leadership and the Appropriations Committee. So quite the. Um, quite the uh, 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 effort here to get this done. Now, I will, I'll, I'll, let's, let's zoom out for a second. Um, they come back February 28th. The House is expected to move first, and the government shuts down March 1st at, you know, 1159 or whatever. Um, this is going to be a massive week next week, Anna, um, and uh, it's not getting off to a good start. Yeah, I mean, you already have the House Freedom Caucus saying now publicly what they said privately, you know, a week ago, that if these policy writers are not part of the the package, they're not going to support 
um, you know, moving forward with a government funding bill. That's the threat that they're making so far. And so the big question is, is, you know, what does Johnson do? Does he move a short-term CR if necessary? This is the one area he's been pretty clear on, that he doesn't like short-term CRs. Of all the uh, areas he that gonna... he hasn't been very clear on, he's been very clear on that. Right, of course. And, and I think the other thing, you know, how how does how's it going to be packaged, right? There's four bills, Agriculture and Milk on VA, Transportation HUD, Energy and Water, that have to be adopted by the March 1st deadline. And then there's the remaining eight bills that cover three quarters of annual spending that don't expire until March 8th. Um, Going to be very tricky and, you know, for, for Johnson to get his members in line, to be able to keep the support, given the context and and the framing that you, you rightly put here, right, that they only control one chamber and they're going to need House Democrats to pass the bills um, and they aren't going to just swallow a bunch of GOP policy, you know, positions on issues like abortion and guns. It's just it's not reality. So, no, um, it is nowhere very close to reality to see uh, to see how he threads the needle here. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning impeachment tracker. James Biden, probably shocking to no one. No smoking gun for Republicans. He was up uh, testifying in an hours-long private transcribed interview on Wednesday and told GOP investigators that Joe Biden, his brother, wasn't involved at all in his business dealings. Um, So, you know, this was a lot of pressure to try to get James Biden up here to testify. But it appears uh, that that this impeachment inquiry, uh, when it comes to Joe Biden, does not have the legs that Republicans had hoped. Yeah, so um, he, here's the 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 what we have to consider here. Very simply, the 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 House Republicans suggested that there was a the, so there was this the uh, uh, Smirnoff, this guy who was arrested for lying to the FBI, um, suggested that Joe Biden took a bribe. We now know that 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 person was probably lying. He's been indicted for lying. Um, so the the standard that the House Republicans have laid out here is that the GOP is going to find this is in their view that Joe Biden took money from a some entity in order to get policy on the other end uh and change pol- US policy for that bribe. That's the standard they've set. They've said that they are going to be able to prove that, and that is why they're impeaching him. They have not proven that, Anna, and we've said this before on the podcast, but it is not illegal for members of a politician's family to get jobs by dint of being related to a politician. If that was illegal, D.C. would have to build a new jail because there are lots of people in town that you and I know, we won't mention names, maybe we will mention names one day, but who have who have jobs because they have a famous father, a famous sister, a famous mother, a famous husband, a famous wife, a famous sibling. That is not unusual. It is not illegal that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma, this this company in Ukraine, because he was Joe Biden's son. Now, is it unseemly? Probably you can make that argument that it's like, you know, you should get jobs on your merit, not because you're the fa- the son or, or daughter or whatever of a famous and power- powerful person. But that in and of itself is not illegal uh, in any way, shape, or form. People's family lobby all the time. What do you say to that, Anna? 
Yeah, I spent a lot of years covering this. <laughs> so yeah, um, and the true. familial ties run deep, and often when somebody's elevated to a lawmaker or certainly uh, the the presidency, we've seen that in you know a lot of different presidencies, whether it was you know the the, the Trump presidency, whether you look at the Clinton presidency. Um, you know, there's a lot of history when it comes to kind of using or utilizing the closeness of a relative to try to gain business. Um, but going to be interesting to see how Republicans try to pivot here. Um, you know, of course, Hunter Biden coming to the Hill uh, soon to testify. Uh, and, and that will be, you know, I'm sure another bombshell day where we'll be focused on what actually comes out of that kind of a hearing. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning from Premium Policy Punchbowl News is The Vault. Time to jet. The IRS cracking down on business planes. And Jake, this is why I don't let you have a Punchbowl News jet. Right well, here. I was going to say, and uh, um, I'm feeling it, very tax, prescient. Uh, our tax, you know, you, you and I are not, uh, we, we're, we've only been business people for the last three, you know, three and change years. So, you know, we. We, we we're not you know so familiar with the tax <laughs> the tax code, but I, I I the reason I'm not getting a jet from Punchbowl News is because I don't want to have to deal with the tax situation. I would use it for personal business. I'd use it for work business. So like <laughs> this is just I'm doing this out of convenience to you, Anna. Um, but this is an interesting an interesting wrinkle because a lot of the, the basically as Laura reports, the IRS is cracking down on people who. Um, uh, to audit, they're basically auditing large companies' jet usage. And they, uh, Danny Werfel, the IRS commissioner, said, "Is what we believe is happening is there's not enough effective, ruthless record keeping going on, and there's system systemic overstating of the business deductions. This is what we're that's what we're looking to tackle. So a lot of big companies that have private planes allow their executives, or actually in some cases mandate their executives to use the private planes for security purposes, even if they're using it on a personal." Um, a personal basis, even if they're using it for personal travel. Um, so uh, what they're basically saying here is that they don't believe that they are keeping a close enough eye on this. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, and they're using money from the Inflation Reduction Act, which included a huge chunk of IRS money. So they clearly think they can get a chunk of change out of this. But you know what? They will not be getting it from us because we are being judicious and not buying a Punchbowl News plane. And with that, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends it's the best way for folks to find out about the podcast. And of course, you can go deeper on all of these issues and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter. It just takes an email. Go to punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. Bye.